0: In this cheat code, we go over how you should choose your classes. Welcome to Declassified College, a podcast where we give you all the cheat codes needed to pass this level in your life. Each week, we share three short episodes filled with clips of our interviews with students from across the United States, and occasionally an interview with an industry expert to answer all of your questions about attending university. College can be what sets you up for a prosperous career, or it can be the four years that when you look back on it, you wish that you did it different. We're here to make sure that you have all the information so that by the time you walk across that stage... You're ready for the so-called real world that the boomers love to talk about. My name is Justin Nguyen, and it's about time we declassified college. One of the most stressful times of the year for college students is probably choosing classes. Now, if you're a freshman, or if you were lucky enough to graduate before the time of jam-packed classrooms filled with students who were told, "If you don't have a college degree, you won't be successful." Well, you're probably thinking, "What do you mean? Choosing classes is supposed to be the fun part. That's when you get to pick what subjects you actually want to study for in the next semester. Well, times have changed. That's because there's so many students in colleges right now that classes fill up quickly especially the upper-level classes. Ashley does a great job explaining what she has to go through when she signs up for classes. Before that registration period, I needed to have plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, and plan E because classes would fill up so fast. And then some classes that were required were only given in the fall, only in the spring, and, you know, sections were, like, lacking. And the more advanced the class the less sections there were. Now, Ashley goes to UCF, which is the second largest university in the United States. And you may think that because it's so big, that that's probably where the problem comes from. But it's actually kind of the opposite. If you think about it, smaller schools will have less students, which means they don't have to offer as many classes to accommodate them. Larger schools, they have more students and typically have a more diverse crowd of students on campus. Those can range from like a full-time student to many students who have full-time jobs as well as being a student, which means that they have to accommodate all of those students through different offerings of each class. Either way, I've heard horror stories of students from both public and private schools having to push back their graduation because one or more of their classes that they needed to graduate with was filled and they couldn't get into it that semester. This is a huge problem, but it's rarely ever talked about. So I wanted to bring it up so that you're prepared for this when the time comes. Now that we have some insight into the process of choosing classes, how do we find which classes and which professors to take to create our plan A, B, and C like Ashley did? Daniela dove into how she talks to her peers beforehand so that she can prepare exactly for this. Honestly, I just ask people that have taken those classes and been like, hey, how hard is this class? How much work are you putting in a week, et cetera, et cetera. And then based off of that and the list of the classes that I need to graduate, then I'll be like, okay, if I have to take five classes a semester, I might do maybe two hard ones and like three moderate to easy ones. That way I'm not putting like all the pressure on myself. To execute on what Daniela just talked about, you need to know people on campus, which is why going to events and joining clubs your freshman year really matters. Without having these people around you who you can lean on for information like this, you're stuck with the only place to find reviews about professors, RateMyProfessor.com, which I have no shade to throw on because I've actually used it my fair share of times, but it's probably better to get a friend's opinion compared to a random person online. At the end of Daniela's clip, she snuck in a really important tip, that she balances her schedule with a few hard classes and a couple of easy ones. This is important so you don't get extremely overwhelmed throughout the semester. You're going to have to take all the classes required in your degree anyway, so why put all the pressure on yourself to take all the hard ones at one time? I'm looking at you, medical majors. You don't need to dump all of your science classes at once during your freshman year. Trust me, your GPA will thank me later. So the last thing that I wanted to talk about is how colleges are starting to innovate what a classroom really looks like. When I spoke with Taja, she brought up a new concept in which her school calls hybrid classes. I'll let her explain a little bit more about what those are. So for me, starting from my junior year, so this time out, I realized that taking hybrid classes are super useful because they meet once a week and then you do everything else online. So you kind of have to make sure you have a good skill set with time management to be able to handle that. But I think it's really useful because you're not required to come into class like two or three times a week and you're able to use that time accordingly. When I was at UCF, they called these types of classes lecture caps or courses. And your school may call it something different, but the benefit still remains the same. It gives you the flexibility to do other things with your time rather than just sit in a class. With more and more companies requiring one, two, sometimes even three years of experience for entry level jobs, using these new innovative classes is probably the only way that you'll be able to take a full class load while getting that real world experience. I used to structure my schedule so that I only had to go into classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then I would intern or work on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday through Sunday. That was the only way that I was able to intern at Lockheed Martin while still maintaining my job at Universal Studios. If your college offers these types of flexible courses, take it. You can always build a relationship with your professor during office hours, and you definitely don't want to start applying for jobs, and the only experience that you have is that you took a lot of classes and you have a good GPA. Trust me when I say, that doesn't cut it anymore. Another day, another cheat code, and you're on your way to defeating the level that we like to call college. If you've liked any of the cheat codes that we've given out, please hit that subscribe button and give us a review on iTunes. Each review helps us grow and make sure that more people learn these tips. We love to hear from you all. So make sure you check out our website, www.getchogrindup.com and follow us on all social media platforms at getchogrindup. That's G-E-T-C-H-O-G-R-I-N-D-U-P. So until next time, peace.